streets of Cincinnati. Welcome to the jungle! what's going on welcome to the show this is sports with strawberry ice i'm your host the ice man jeff trenopole shout out to gift vader and black light productions make sure you go to the youtube channel and download it i hope it's on apple or something like that i have not heard so hopefully if, if you guys are black light productions are out there let me know if you guys are on spotify or anything like that but go, definitely go to the youtube channel and check it out so welcome to the show. Do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,366 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. And if you're watching it on Facebook or Twitter, and you have not yet subscribed to my YouTube channel, why not? <laughs> Do me a favor, go to the YouTube channel, hit that subscription button, hit the bell for notifications, and every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, exclusively in the YouTube channel, if you guys would like to support what I'm doing, we're doing Super Chats, so you can uh, put a Super Chat up there, and I'll post it as quickly as I can. Now, I'm coming to you live from the Ice Cave, and the Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, it's a Wednesday. It's kind of, you know, midweek, you know, we're kind of coming down a little bit from the great football weekend we had in Cincinnati here for the Bearcats win and the, the Bengals win. We're starting to ramp it up. So for most of you that watch me know this is my first year doing fantasy football and I completely suck at it, even though I'm planning on dominating this league, even though I got my ass kicked last week, I'm still going to come back and dominate. It's going to be the greatest comeback in fantasy football history. Probably not. So I'm talking to Orange Air, trying to figure out how to drop people and do all this stuff. It's on the sleeper app, and I don't know anything about it. And so anyway, you know what? I'm just like, let me go ahead and just bring 
on the man. Hold on a second. I got to get his uh, his intro here first. Hang on one second here. Because this is kind of like last minute. Where is Orange Arrow? Where are you? Where is your intro? I can't find you. Uh, that's who they baby. I have got too many people. Anyway, you know what? You guys know who Arrow is. And my apologies, Arrow. I will put your intro up next time because I can't find it. Anyway, let's get to him. What's up, Arrow? <laughs> Faith Family Football. Love it. Faith Family Cincinnati Football, baby. There you go. Sorry, I didn't get your your intro up, but <laughs> like we were, oh, talk, good, we were talking. We're, he was giving me fantasy football advice before the show, and, and I'm like, I'm, I'm getting all like, oh yeah, I need to do that. I need to do this and that, and then I'm like, oh crap, I got to start the show. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I will get this uh this this question here real quick by uh, Sean, and then we'll get to the fantasy stuff here. What's your what's your record prediction for the Bengals this year? Mine's been eleven and five. I said eleven and five since the. Uh, schedule came out. I'm sticking with it. That's my prediction. If I'm wrong, oh well. So, or era, what is going on in fantasy this week uh, on a Wednesday? What who should be? What should we be looking for? What are the trends? What's going on? So, I know um, one thing that's going on right now. Obviously, we you. I'm, I'm sure you've heard the news. Um, Raheem Mostert is out for the year, so the 49ers won't won't have him and. A lot of people ran to the waiver wire to pick up. Um, I think his name's uh, Jamichael Hasty. Okay. Um, he he is a sixth round pick, and everybody thought that Trey Sermon was the guy. And then all of a sudden, last week Trey Sermon was inactive, and then Jamichael Hasty got the majority of the snaps um, after Moser got hurt. So Moser is probably the or. Hasty is probably the number one pickup of the week. Um, so that that's what's going on right now. And then uh, there's a couple more players. Um, I know we can look in, into the trending. Um, some or uh, Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell, I'm sorry. Not Joe Michael Hasty. I think he's the guy behind Elijah Mitchell. But um, Mark Ingram had a good week. Tim Patrick, obviously, with Jerry Duty being out. Is a uh, a pretty solid pickup, I think. Um, and then guys like Christian Kirk, he seemed to have have a pretty good snap share, snap share of the week. And then uh, Arizona Cardinals defense—that's another one um, going up against Minnesota. You saw what our Bengals done to that offensive line. And yep. I mean, our defense Arizona was awesome. Oh yeah, Arizona's defense absolutely lit it up last week. So. That's another good pickup. Um, yeah, that's right, that's so, a little so quick rundown. For, so for uh, fantasy football idiots like me, <laughs> <laughs> um, like where's this where I really screwed up? I, I, I could have got some points, I, and it's and everybody's gonna laugh at me because we had the flex p- position here in in your league, the Orange Arrow Fantasy League, and it's a two quarterback league, which means I could start two quarterbacks. I could put a quarterback in the flex position. So I got Joe Burrow and the other ones, some guy named Tom Brady who threw for a hell of a lot of yards on Thursday night. Yeah, I don't, and my dumb I don't ass know if you heard him. He, he played for a few years. Yeah. Yeah. My dumb ass didn't put him in as the flex, flex position. <laughs> so I lost out on a ton of points. I probably still would have lost, but it is very important to, as I'm learning, as I go to pay attention <laughs> to the waiver wire and I, I have to give yeah. a, a shout out to my boy Arrow here because Arrow sits like uh, two rows behind me, and the game's about to start. And he goes, "He's like ice." I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "You got? Are you starting OBJ?" I said, "Yeah." I go, "He's not playing today." I said, "Ah, oh, crap." I go, uh, "Here, can you fix it?" <laughs> that's the thing too. I'm at the game, and and I don't know about you, Arrow. I, I was having a hard time getting uh, internet <laughs> there at, yeah, yeah. at Paul Brown Stadium. So I think your wife told me to turn my phone off and turn it back on one time, and it started working a, l- a little better after that. But those are yep. things that you have to actually pay attention. Do mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you got to pay attention to it, and then you got to pay attention to waiver wire, like like dropping guys and picking guys up. It's just right, uh, right. there's a lot, a lot to it. So, yeah, being a newbie, it's uh, it's interesting uh, of how 
things are going and, and, and obviously everybody knows I drafted mostly Bengals. So I got to figure some stuff out here when they have a bye week. So what would you uh, suggest that I do? <laughs> I guess for my, my Bengals bye week when I, I need some players. And now if I drop guys, can the other guy teams pick them up? Cause I don't want to, I don't want to drop them and lose them. I mean, I want to keep them. I right. keep them. People keep trying to trade me for Joe Mixon. Now I'm like, I ain't giving up Joe Mixon. <laughs> and by the way, <laughs> FedEx, right, FedEx right, player right. of the week. I got to put, I got to put that. Up. Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. So, yeah. We got we got to give, give Joe Dean some, some love. FedEx player, FedEx air ground player of the week. So that is cool. And then also, I'll get to that real quick too. Go vote for Jamar Chase. He's mm-hmm. up for the Pe- Pepsi Zero rookie of the week. So go find that. Uh, Bengals. Yep, go there and vote for that. So those and are you can vote as many times as you want to. Exactly, exactly. So go get out there, voters. All right, so let's get back to the to the fantasy. What, what do you what do you suggest that, that I do with all my all my Bengals? Am I just going to lose that week or which? Well, so there, there's a couple way, different ways of, uh, or a couple different strategy, strategies that you can do. One strategy is have all of your players a whole bunch of different bye weeks. That way you're not worrying about it. You know, every week you'll maybe you'll have one or two players out. And then there's the other strategy like what you have where you have the majority of your players are on a bye week the same week. Right. That just means you're going to lose one week. I mean – yeah, that I've I've played that strategy before and it's not bad at all. I mean, if you have the majority of, you, of your top tier players out one week, there's what fifteen games before or I think fifteen weeks of regular season in fantasy, and then you've got the playoffs that weeks sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen or no, right, fourteen weeks and then weeks fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen because yes, we don't yes. play the final week, but right, so. Missing one week of all your star players is not a bad thing to do. Um, so that's one way of doing it. And I, I don't, like I said, I've played that way before and I didn't mind it at all. Well, one thing, one, one weapon I do have, I actually have two weapons. I'm very proud of one of them is Evan kick Fierson. As Tim, mm-hmm. Tim here says, I've been telling people all off season that Evan kick Fierson is going to win us at least four games. Never thought it would be Ben week one. And yeah, that was, Awesome. Hey. I got him on my team. I got Mixon. It, absolutely. Kick Fearson, I know you're watching right now. Cheers, oh, brother. Congratulations Cheers, brother. for being the special teams player of the week. Hell yeah. Exactly. Now that 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 wasn't the time that, that I hugged you. I think the time I hugged you was the, the Jamar Chase <laughs> touchdown. I think I think that's when I, I was so excited when, when Jamar got that touchdown. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, 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 you know what? I don't know. We probably hugged like three or four different times. Like, there was, <laughs> <laughs> there, there's everybody. a bunch of I mean Uh-oh. especially and you know the weird part about it too is once when when Evan came out, out there for that 33 order I was I had this sigh of relief I know. I've, I've never like felt that before like, it's good yeah it's crazy it's awesome <laughs> it's it's a legit <laughs> weapon I mean I mean, I, I told my dad, I think I told you guys, too, I said, we can cross the 50, we can score. <laughs> and yeah. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. We can. I mean, what did he say? As long as we get across the 42, we're good? Yeah, yeah, 42, we're that's good. What, that's what, a 62-yarder or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Crazy. It's ridiculous. I'm like, that. that's – I mean, I say the 50, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek, but I, I think he can hit it. <laughs> oh, I, I definitely think – I think if you give that guy 10 tries, he could probably hit it from the other 40. Exactly. So, let's go through your, your league here. Actually, tell everybody about – because you got a show uh, tonight, too. Tell everybody, everybody about your show, too, that's coming up tonight. Yeah, it's the Orange Arrow Fantasy Show um, every Wednesday at 6.30. And I, I'll talk about starts and sits of the week. Uh, guys, I hate saying sit because but it just rolls off the tongue better but it's more along yeah. the lines of, of players to kind of temper your expectations on so got that every week and um so make sure after this show you hop on over there and, and tune into that one and i'll give you a little more in-depth on on some things but yeah we'll and be going over do what i was saying and you're doing something with the anthony kazenza too and that you know what you're telling me too Oh, yeah, yeah. Every week we do a little fantasy advice, a little betting advice, um, some some uh, survivor pool kind of stuff like that. Um, I'm not sure when that's going to air, but but we'll be uh, 
we'll be recording that here pretty soon too. So, so obviously, I'm sure everybody that watches this watches OBI, but yeah, that, that's pretty fun too. So we got so being Wednesday tomorrow night is is Thursday night football. So you got to make sure whoever is if you have somebody obviously that's playing Thursday night, you got to make sure you're starting them if you want to. So this yeah. is kind of it's Wednesday, it's the middle of the week, but it's kind of the beginning, I guess, of the fantasy week of you know. So you make sure you got your team pretty much set, which you don't have to set everybody, but if you want the guys playing for Thursday night, obviously you have to get get them set. So tell, right. get, tell me what, what's what's the preparation like for now? What, what 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 goes into that? So what one of the things I always I always like to do is when you're going into a Thursday night game, any players that you have that are playing Thursday night. If they're in your flex position, move them out of your flex position and move them into either the running back or the wide receiver position just because it gives you more flexibility. Like, say, like if you're starting Saquon Barkley uh, next week and he ha- kind of has a, a dud performance, which I'm, I'm telling you right now, temper your expectations on Saquon Barkley. He did not look very good Sunday. And that quick turnaround, he said, you know, I think he even said, you know, that that's hard for somebody to, that's coming off an injury to have that quick of a turnaround, turnaround, right. you know, week one and week two, basically having to play, what, four days later? Especially so, in the position he plays. Right. And then on top of that, you're going up against Washington's defense. So that's one guy that I have as kind of a, a, a sit or a temper your expectation of the week. So, you always want to make sure those guys are in your running back or your wide receiver position. That way, if something were to happen, you can go for more of an upside play in your flex. Like, say, uh, let's think of somebody here. Um, Deshaun Jackson. Like, that kind of guy you probably wouldn't normally start. Right. But every week he, he could go off for, you know, 150 yards and two touchdowns off of two bombs, uh, off of, you know, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. So, it gives you that flexibility that, hey, I was going to start Joe or Saquon Barkley in my flex, but since I I put him in my running back position, I can now start a wide receiver in place of him in that flex position. Now, now I have a question. How uh, we have a a, a two two t or two quarterback league, and so I know not everybody has a two quarterback league. Does everybody have a flex position in most of their fantasy leagues? Which again, showing my ignorance, I don't know. Yeah, so most standard um, lineups will be one one quarterback, two running backs. Mostly, most of the time, it'll be two wide receivers and a flex, and then of course you'll have your tight end, kicker, defense. Right. But what I wanted to do on this one, since it's a ten man league, and there are, I mean, a ton of quality quarterbacks out there. This year that I think, you know, could could put you 20 to 25 points a week. I wanted to do two quarterbacks. So that's that's what we ended up doing the super flex, which what's great about the super flex is if you don't have a good a good quarterback matchup, you can still start a wide receiver, a running back or a tight end in that in that spot as well. Exactly. All right, let's get to uh, we'll get back to fancy here in a minute. And yeah, Marvin says uh, Ricardo Allen. To the IR, Trent and Irwin on the 53-man roster. Yeah, uh, Ricardo Allen apparently had hurt his hand in the game mm-hmm. uh, Sunday. So, I got that right here. So, yeah, they put uh, – And he had a little hamstring tightness, I think. Yeah, too. and he's got a little hamstring, yep. So, t- Trent Ir- Irwin was moved up from the practice squad to the active roster, and they signed safety Sean Davis to the practice squad. So, secondary is taking a little bit of a hit. Um, I'm still – I, I, I'm I'm not that worried about it because because what, what help if we can get the pressure that we got last week that helps your secondary a lot. So oh, yeah, and absolutely. A, and the Bears' offensive line, let's be honest, is is not that good. And I think they got some injuries on their offensive line from last week as well. So yeah, they're, they're starting is their starting right tackle, I think. Um. Went out with an injury, and then the backup to that starting right tackle also went out with an injury. So, yeah. So, I mean that that bodes well for the Bengals. And the Bengals, I mean, look, we got a little bit of injuries going on with the secondary, but none of them are major. These guys, 
Trey Wayne's going to come back. Uh, Ricard Allen will come back. None of them are major injuries. So yeah. that's a good thing. We made it through all of, except for Joseph Osai, made it through all of training camp and first week and no major injuries is great. We need to keep that up. So I'm, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of surprised that the, not, I love Irwin. I, I mean, I, I was happy for him when he, he made the team, you know, out of training camp, but then it, it kind of got switched around on him. So back, excuse me, I'm happy he gets a shot. I am a little concerned that they might not be that deep in the secondary being down two guys this week. You know, I'm hoping they might, I wouldn't be surprised if they switch something around. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, um, I think Brandon Wilson's their only, their only backup safety now, ain't he? Uh, I'm pretty sure you're right on that, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know what's crazy? He doesn't get a lot of looks of safety either. (laughs) He's mostly just a kick returner and safety. and And, I'm going to knock on wood when I say this, but Vaughn, or I almost said Vaughn, um, <laughs> Bell and Bates, both of them guys have played their whole career and been, I, I, I'm not going to say, I, I can't even say it because I'm, I'm afraid. <laughs> Don't want to but you know what I was saying. You know what I was saying. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. But but anyway, and and you know the crazy part is this team this team has actually had some pretty significant injuries. And it's just crazy to think that, that we're so accustomed to having such devastating injuries on on key pieces that the the pieces that we had were like, you know what? We've had pretty good injury luck so far, you know, and I'm gonna knock on wood again. But you know, for any other team, this would be kind of a big hit. I mean, mm-hmm. any other team besides like San Francisco and, and obviously well, Baltimore right now 40, is, is struggling. Yeah, but. yeah 49, the Sucky Niners and the Rapper, they, they've gotten a lot of injuries here. Now, this yeah. is one guy yes. I want to bring this up, as Easton said here. Darius Phillips was also living in practice today. That shouldn't be too bad. I, I would, I'm kind of hoping Darius gets a little more playing time than he has. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm, just curious as to why he doesn't. I mean, there's something, and I heard this on the um, hear that podcast Prown there from the guys from the Athletic. Yeah, that they think there's yeah. something with the coaching staff that they don't trust Darius or don't, don't like the way he played or something. You got to be something with somebody or something like that. Yeah, there's got to be something. It's like, <laughs> why doesn't he get more playing yeah, time? I, I know some people say, "Go, oh, because you know he's back to for punt returns." I'm like, yeah. Pac-Man Jones was a punt returner, and he played a lot. So that, I don't really buy well, that out, that thing. Here's here's the thing. Think about it this way. And this is I'm, – I'm literally – my mind just dinged when you were talking about this. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they signed Trent Irwin to the active roster? I have a feeling that next week there's a good chance Darius plays more on the defense without having – you know, was missing Ricardo Allen, and Trent Irwin gets a lot more punt return uh, looks. Well, yeah that that's good. That's a good look there. I mean, they're honestly going going to have to because, like you said, you only got one safety backing up Bates and Bell right now, right? I mean, if if I'm mm-hmm. so, and Darius and they, plays safety and corner, so yeah, yeah, yeah. and they like showing that three look or that three safety look, and and Darius can play that kind of. I think Darius. I think he would he would be a, a pretty good, pretty darn good safety. I mean, you know, he has the ball tracking skills mm-hmm. to be able to do stuff like that. So he, he gets yeah, he, he gets, doesn't. He gets burned a lot because he takes a lot of chances. That that's I think that's one of the problems. Right. He, I, I right. like that, but you there, he's got to learn when to do it and when not to do it. You know, because I think that I think that's yeah. the thing that that's holding back. He's gotten burnt a lot. And but he's like you said, he's got great ball tracking skills and he's very athletic. And let's be honest, last year in the, the first game against the Rapids, he was spying uh Jamar or uh, Lamar uh, Jackson and he pretty much kept him in the pocket last year. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I like Darius Phillips a lot. And they they might be doing they might be bringing him in, you know, for the uh the the Justin Fields snaps to kind of do that same thing. And Justin Fields is uh he's he's kind of like Joe said, he's kind of has that Lamar Jackson. I mean, 
he's not quite the Lamar Jackson guy, but he'll honestly I I wouldn't be surprised if if Justin Fields' arm is is better than Lamar's. But um, obviously Lamar's had plenty of time think, in the league. Yeah. But I think this thing, I think Justin Fields has a chance to be a more accurate. I always say better arm, more accurate passer right, than Lamar right. Jackson. Yeah. And yeah. that's my that's my biggest problem with Lamar Jackson is his accuracy. He's got the arm. He's athletic as hell. He can make plays that nobody else in the league can make. But if you could keep him in the pocket and make him throw the ball, he's not as accurate. I mean, and a Baker Mayfield, to me, he's going to throw the ball to you. I, I think Lamar Jackson makes good decisions and everything. He's just not as accurate, which, I mean, it kind of reminds me a lot of Michael Vick. Michael Vick had a cannon for an arm. Yeah. He wasn't accurate. So, yep. and, and that's that's kind of where I think Lamar is at. And that's, you know, and let's let's be honest here, with all the injuries that the Raptors have, a lot of the offense has fallen on Lamar now. So, He's going yeah. to have to take more more hits. He's going to have to run the ball more. He has to do more than than he's had to the last couple of years because they can run the ball so well. Which I mean, they still ran the ball fairly well against the Raider, Raiders. Let's let's be honest. Mm-hmm. But that I think eventually he's going to take some wear and tear on Lamar because he doesn't. You know, we always get on Joe Burrow about sliding, and and right. that was one of the biggest right, things right. last year when he first started. You got to learn how to slide. You got to learn, learn how to slide. Lamar Jackson doesn't doesn't slide. He runs you over. Just a lot like Cam Newton, and look at Cam Newton. After a while, you take so many hits, you're not as yep. accurate or, or or as healthy, I should say, as you once were. And that's where I think yep. is. Now, I'm not saying it's happened to Lamar now, but it could, or, or eventually, right. will happen to him. Right, right, yeah. And, and a, a career like that, I mean, Tom Brady's been doing this for twenty some years or fifty years, or I don't know how long he's been doing it, but it's because. <laughs> He, he'll stand in the pocket and throw the ball. And then you've got guys like, you know, Colin Kaepernick and, and other guys like that that are more mobile, that are more run-first oriented style that might last five to six years. Well, and I'll that, point to this way. The, 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 to me, the first really mobile athletic quarterback that I saw growing up as, growing up as, as a kid was Randall Cunningham. Uh, he, mm-hmm. was, he was the ultimate weapon. He was awesome. But he yeah. – he was able to develop his deep ball and his passing game the older he got. Because you remember his years in Minnesota, he was balling out before Warren right, Moon right. got there. It, it was Randall Cunningham with, with Chris uh, Carter and, and and Randy Moss. So he, yeah. as he got older, he got better at his passing. And he also said too, if he would maybe worked out a little better, you know. But but I mean, you can't blame the guys. I mean, they're just more athletic than everybody else's. They can make the play. So. You know, it's kind of hard to, to tell them, hey, what you've been doing your entire life is not going to be there the whole time in the NFL. You need to work on other things. So I completely understand why it's hard for these guys to accept that, you know, at, at certain right. times. But, but that, that's just the thing where, where I'm at on, on Lamar. And But get back to fantasy football, if you have Lamar Jackson on your team, uh, that's that's a great – he's a great fantasy pickup because of the passing and because of the running. Oh, absolutely. And – it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword with Lamar, too, though, because um, in order to get Lamar, you're going to have – you have to draft him so early. But, but he's still – I mean, he's a high-quality quarterback in, in fantasy, especially because of the – I always say it's it's almost cheating with, with a running quarterback because a pure passer, you get like .4 points per 10 yards or something like that. And for a running play, you get one point for 10 yards. So it's like a guy right. can throw for 350 yards, and that's like what? I, I'm, I'm not doing math right now. but it's I, I, not I, was, much. I, was told, I was told math is not a requirement to do this job. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do math. But, you know, a guy can throw for 250 and two touchdowns, or a guy right. can run for 150 and, and, or 100 yards and two touchdowns. And the guy with 100 yards and two touchdowns is going to score more points. It, it's kind of crazy how how those statistics work. but Exactly. Now, uh, Marvin's bringing up here the Dalton versus Burrow matchup uh, we have, most likely have, this Sunday. Yeah. And just to, to talk a little more about the, the matchup today or on Sunday, 
I, I, I and I've always been an Andy Dalton fan. Some people always call me an Andy Dalton apologist. I was like Andy <laughs> Dalton is a very good quarterback. Never thought he was a great quarterback. I still think he's a good quarterback. Um, but I do think we had the better quarterback going in, into this game. Oh, I don't yeah. think what happened on Sunday or was it Sunday night, Monday night, Sunday night was Andy Dalton's fault. The Bears' defense looked awful. <laughs> if, you, if you want to be, oh, be yeah. honest, and I, to uh, me, I'm like, if they, they play, if, if our offense can play like that, we can win this thing. Yeah, absolutely. And Dalton didn't have a bad game, and I know Bears fans probably hate hearing that because they. They all want Justin Fields right now, you know, but mm-hmm. right. Dalton, I mean, he didn't – yeah, he had that one bad interception, but he didn't play a bad game, really. And then um, – there, but, yeah, their defense, I well, – Their I don't front know four is their joke. On. I mean, it's, it's oh, going right, to right, right. Yeah, be a lot like like the Vikings. So, I mean, the offense line is going to get another, another big test, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just like they did against the Vikings, which – I'm okay with. I actually like that. Get you know, let's get into this. Let's you know, let's figure out to get the bugs out, work it out early. If you, if you could do that, going against the defense of the, of the Vikings and the Bears back to back weeks, we all know we got the Squeers and the Ratbirds in our own division, and and the, and the Clowns. They're, they're I mean, <laughs> their defense is no joke. So we're not playing against. We're not playing against a bad defense in our in our own division. So I'm right, I right. like it th- that that we're playing against these two v- very good defenses to to start the season. Yeah, and, and I, I had somebody or somebody tweeted on on um, the the Cincinnati Bengals tweeted something about Burrow, but it was like on, up next to the Bears or something like that, and, and uh, a Vic or a Bears fan commented, "We're not the Vikings. We're going to beat you by ten scores easy or something <laughs> like that." And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. dude, you're a fan. Did you not just watch your yeah. team? Like, come on, man. It's- did you just not watch your team, and did you not just not watch our team? If we don't, if right, we actually right, on that, right. that everybody's getting mad at Zach about, we blow them out. But yeah, I and that's why. Real quick about Joe and about his his knee. Mark uh, Slaughter brought uh, tweeted this out. Joe said his knee was pretty sore after Sunday nights, but right now it feels the best he's felt this year. So I mean, of course, his knee. Everybody's don't forget his knee. Right, the whole football game, and <laughs> I'm sure. So. And I'm sure, absolutely, everyone that didn't watch the interview, that didn't read that little blurb right there, or didn't read that tweet, saw the injury report, and absolutely freaked out because Jibro was listed listed with a knee. Right. Well, they have to do that because he said something about it. Yep. He said his knee was sore, so legally. They have to to put something on the injury report about his knee, but he had a full part, or he was a full participant today. There's no issue at all with the knee. I was more worried about the ankle than the knee, honestly. Yeah. But and and, I mean, and that hasn't even been. I mean, I'm done with it. I mean, he he didn't show up in a boot. I mean, he's not limping yeah. around. I think I really do think he's fine. Uh, Lindsay yeah. here says a score prediction this week. And she said, "If Fan uh, plays, Randy Moss would be at the Bengals game." I don't think I don't think Fan's gonna be activated, to be honest. But score prediction, I I wouldn't be surprised. Well, actually, I wouldn't be surprised I, if a lot kind of like last week. To be honest, I think it's gonna be a close game again. Go ahead, Arrow. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think um, that wasn't a, a protection for the for this week. So I don't know. I don't know how all that stuff works. If they can still bring him up or, or drop somebody or or how any of that works, but I mean, yeah, obviously, the true sample was to come up with an injury on Friday or something like that. They would obviously bring him up, but well, I haven't heard anybody signing him, so I, I think yeah, I think it's yeah. what from what I understand, these are ones that they can protect that no teams can sign, but then right. you know, probably I would assume. Well, I, I don't even know what the cut down date is to to to. Sign a guy off, off a practice squad because, to be honest, this is the most I've ever paid attention to a practice squad in my life because <laughs> Thad's on there. To be honest, and I mean that's I, I don't want to lose him because I'm a big Thad Moss fan. I, I think he's Thad and Mikey D, man. Those two guys, both. I don't, I don't, I would hate to lose those two guys. Yeah. Uh, John here says. Actually, I got two things. Marvin says Dalton's turning into a bear. You see the Bears D? I did see the Bears <laughs> D. It was it wasn't very good. 
Um, which I mean, I, I, that doesn't mean it won't be it won't be good this week. I mean, they they they're like I said, their front four is no joke. And then John yeah. says, uh, Dalton won't be able to handle our D line five sacks, two picks for all, Dalton. And I and I, I and this is what I want to. The farther away I get from Sunday's game, you know, one of my biggest concerns going into this the season with the Joseph Osai injury was our outside rush and our our our, our edge depth. With the pressure we're getting up the middle, if that continues all year long, that's going to help the edge, and that that is huge. I mean, and I, I talked about this with Cap, and I think I talked about it uh, yesterday with uh, Josh from Back Row Bengals. BJ Hill, <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> freaking trade. I, I'm mm-hmm. just they they flat stole him, stole him from the Giants. Billy Price didn't even play. This guy, this man. Came here and, and first game had a sack and I don't know how many pressures. I mean, flat stole him. Absolutely. And and that's a good key to watch tomorrow. Watch the interior defensive line of the Giants and tell me they couldn't use BJ Hill right now. I mean right. I, I, I don't I mean I, I was <laughs> I never heard of BJ Hill. I, I mean I saw his stats and he had a good a good rookie year. I'm kinda of like, well, mm-hmm. hopefully he can he can get back to that and he wasn't getting a whole lot of playing time. At uh in in New York, I mean, he wasn't in the cards yeah. for him. Obviously, that's why they they got rid of him. But I, he fits in here perfect. I mean, he's here for a week and and uh, to make an impact like that. And with that, and I kept I kept talking about the rotation. I, I would talk about the rotation for the interior line and rotation for the, the for the edge, which we don't have as much of a rotation for the edge because Darius Hodge. I think he only got in for one snap. Hopefully, that gets a little more for him as the season goes on because I like to see what the kid could do. But yeah, yeah, just Larry Ogunjobi, DJ Reader, and BJ Hill just they were just destroying the middle. I mean, Larry, oh, yeah, and, and somebody brought this up. Watching Larry Ogunjobi play reminds you of how great Gino was and how much we've missed that the last couple of years. With you know, Gino's had injuries. Oh, I know, the same watching Larry, de- I mean, de- flat destroy these guys was so much fun. And I, I watched more of the where we're at in the end zone, kind of can't see everything. And, you know, it's so I, I like to go back and watch the highlights and stuff. And I'm like, watching the line, I'm like, holy crap, he's just ripping through guys. I don't know if you knew this or not, but with when you have season tickets, you get Game Pass for free. And I've I watched that I watched that replay twice now of, of the you game are, Sunday. You so, are right, and I I have not I forgot about that. I had not set that up. Thanks for reminding me of that. <laughs> oh yeah, so I, I watched yeah. the the full version and then the short version, both both of them. And dude, those guys absolutely got after it. And that exactly. that's the thing I love about having you know being able to replay the game is you get to see a lot more. I obviously I I love being at the games, but oh. there is a, there is quite a, a few things that you miss. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just the angle, it's just where you're at. But a be but. Mm-hmm. Being at the stadium, and and I, I've said this every time because I really want Thursday night to be sold out, and it kind it just kind of really kind of irritates me that it's not, <laughs> that yeah, it's not yeah. yet. But being at the stadium and being as loud as we were, and let's be honest, I mean it holds 63,000. There's only like fifty yeah. in there, and a lot of them were Viking fans. I mean there was there was a lot of purple there. We yep. were loud, and we made a difference. Just think how loud we could be on Thursday night. And also mm-hmm. Thursday night, which they're doing the ring of honor. I want to, let's say, let's honor the Kins. We're uh, 13 and 14 to the Jags, to the Jags game. But also, I didn't know about this. But I guess, and, I, and I'll, I'll talk to Zim about this on uh, tomorrow's show, um, that he's starting a uh, – for that Thursday night to try to get everybody to wear uh, Bengals Zubat pants. You know what those are? The the striped. Oh, I have a pair. Yeah, I, I just ordered a pair. I'm like, we're doing that? I'm like, oh, cool, because I've always <laughs> wanted to buy those, and now I have a reason yeah. to do it. So my yeah, I, I actually ordered it on the way. So Zuba pants, 13-14, Thursday night. Let's have some fun. Let's go celebrate the Kens in the Ring of Honor. Like I said, screw the Pro, Pro Football Hall of Fame right now. We're putting them <laughs> into our own. Ring of Honor. Pro Let's have football some fun what? and enjoy this. Sell that damn thing out. Pro football what? What'd you say? I said screw the pro, pro football hall of fame. What's 
What's Pro Football Hall of Fame? I don't even know what that is. You don't know what the Pro Football Hall of Fame is? No. In Canton, Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're being silly. I'm like, dude, I'm like, wow, that bourbon is really good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I refuse to acknowledge them right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. So going, did I, did I not say it right? <laughs> dude, you got me. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Sorry about that. Uh, you're right. Hey, uh, Jeff said he just turned on the show. And he loves your, loves your shirt. Oh, you like that? Yeah. I I seen this in the in the pro shop, and I I had to get it. That's that's absolutely the three things in life that I cannot live without. Right there. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Chris said he goes. I donated my game pass to a coworker that wasn't able to watch the football games. That's cool. Hey, that's nice, man. That that's awesome. That's hey, awesome. That's, that's awesome. That's that's take and see. That's what right there, Chris. Right, exactly. There is what the Bengals family. We take yep. care of, of of Bengals family members. That that is awesome, dude. I mean, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, you, you you're going to the game. They can't watch the game. That's that's awesome. That, that's 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 what's so cool about this fan base. I mean, like Josh said yesterday, we get all these guys, crazy guys dressed up. Like, I mean, I'm dressed up. I got the hair. I got the cape. I got all stuff. You got the. Well, you haven't done the full suit yet because it's been a little bit too hot. But that's that's coming. We got Cat, we got Jim who dressed up. We got Bengals Batman. We had a, pow- a little a baby Power Ranger there. I mean, yeah. it's so much fun. It's like don't be scared to come up and talk to any of us. It's it's you know if you want to get pictures with Cap or Air or or Jim or any of these guys, they'll take pictures and it, that's family man. Like I said I was hugging people I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> it was so yeah much fun. absolutely. And we're gonna have to start calling you Super Ice Man or something with that cape, you know. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> All right, Marvin's come up with a with a nickname for Larry Ogan Joby. Call him Gun Joby. Larry Ogan Joby. Ogan It took me That's... a while to just say Larry Ogan Joby. <laughs> Get that out of my mouth. So yeah, want, me to, yeah. want me to say that. So oh look at it. Looks like the uh well the Reds game, they have the cover on the field. Looks like it might be raining in Pittsburgh. Which let's get to a little bit of red stock here. Um, I don't know about you, dude, but they're really frustrating the crap out of me right now. They lost. I, I lost track seven series in a row. They, they mm-hmm. almost say they got their ass kicked, but Wade Miley freaking uh, gave up six runs to the Pirates last night. I mean, he was he went from winning seven straight decisions from the end of of May to the end of August. And unfortunately he's lost two out of his last three a lot. And last night he allowed six of the five runs. I mean, that's what is going on arrow. Well, how, I don't understand where we were like, in the summertime, yeah, I, we were shotgunning beers, having fun. And now just kind of, like, we can't win a damn series. And that's what, and the Padres are giving it to us. Now the cart, the freaking Tweety birds have passed us up. And the pirates are beating us. I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with these guys. They got to – I think, uh, you know, I think David Bell said it. You know, he, he said he's not – I think he said he's not worried we'll turn it around. I can't remember the exact quote, but um, when he was talking to the players or whatever. But, yeah, it's, it's not looking good too hot right now. But I think – I think it's going to be kind of like it was last year when you come up to the end and we'll just kind of – Sneak on in, but well, honestly, last, that's year, all we they, last year they won seven straight series to get in. That's what they're going to have right. to pretty much do right now because they're they're a half a game out of the second wild card right now, and it's it, it all pretty much started. I, I hate, I mean, and I didn't think he I'm, he's had a great year, but I didn't know he meant this much to the offense. Is is when Dewink ever since he's been out, oh, yeah. the offense has not been consistent, like. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because it's crazy because when when Cassianos went out of the lineup, we all thought, "Oh crap!" You know, here we go, we're done, and everybody picked things up. But then all of a sudden, the you know Wink goes out, and it's like maybe he was the guy that was kind of pulling it, pulling the strings. But well, well, what what helped when when and Cassianos went out is Vado just went on a freaking absolute tear. Yeah, I mean that that's yeah. I mean that's what helped there. And right now, nobody is doing that. I mean, they're still hitting, but now we're close to what they were. 
And just Eugenio Suarez, dude, I, I just uh, – it's so frustrating to, <laughs> to watch him play right now. Mm -hmm. The error and not running running balls out. I mean, not moving up on bases, not scoring when he should. I, I don't know what's going on with him. I mean, I understand not being able to hit like you used to, but running the bases aggressively – that needs that's that has nothing to do with hitting the ball. That's effort. And last you know last couple of games I've seen him uh, where he should have scored and he didn't. And last night I think he should have moved up a, a base and he didn't. Yeah, yep. And I, I don't know, I don't know how how you feel or how uh, I, a lot of other people feel, but honestly, what. When they started losing, and you know they was losing series after series after series, and then all of a sudden football came, you know, came on with college football and and the NFL, and then all of a sudden I find I've found it hard to to find time to watch the game. I mean, honestly, and I hate saying that, and I hate being like that, but it's like it's almost like if if you're not going to put that quality out on the field, we've got. Other quality teams that are absolutely kicking ass right now. I mean, UC's freaking lighting the world on fire right now. And then, you know, the Bengals did what they did. And it's just like, you know, what? Yeah. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's it, kinda, it, kinda, it actually, it actually kind of, kind of helps me. So I'm not, I mean, I still watch them every <laughs> night. It kind of helps me that I'm not, because if the Bearcats weren't doing so good and the Bengals weren't doing so good, and then the one, like, I'll be like, the one team we got to can make the playoffs and they're blowing it. Would that would I'd be losing my damn mind, to be honest. So I, I'm, oh, yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of helped my, my mental uh, stability out here. Now, uh, Royal Flush Terry says the Reds will give us false hope when they score 15 runs tonight and eight runs and tomorrow in back to back wins. Then comes the Dodgers. We'll see. And then Jeff says, why don't they bring up the kid from, Triple A, I believe he's an outfielder. You mean Senzel? Is that who you're talking about? I don't know what that's the only kid I can think of that you're you might be talking about. Um, I I don't know was, what to do. Is he and, talking and, about Barreo? He's already up. He's already up. He was in he was in center field last night yeah. part of the game. Um, and the thing is, I can't like before I could blame it on the bullpen. I can't blame it on one specific thing. Like last night, Wade Miley, who's been our most consistent pitcher, gives up damn near six runs. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah. like you know, and and they come back. I mean, they only lost by one, but it's like it's like one night it's the offense is there, then the next night it's not the pitching, then it, then it's the defense. It's not just one thing. They're not clicking the Bengals of previous years, right? I mean, the Bengals, you know. One week the the defense will absolutely play lights out, and then the the you know Andy Dalton can't score a touchdown, or or you know then the next week the special teams gives up a few, and then the week after that we, we've got three fumbles or something. You know, it's like you just can't right. you you can't get all all everything going at, at once. Yeah, it's 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 and that's time. Now it's time and they need that. This is crunch time. This is when you need to do it. And Jeff says, yeah, Senzel. Well, Senzel is out because his knee. He, he's still having mm -hmm. knee issues, uh, as far as I know. And that's what that what Terry's saying, too. Yeah, he's still got knee issues. So I, that's the reason that Senzel is, is not up here. Um, but, I mean, and like I said, it's not just one thing. It's not just, oh, bring this guy up and do that, and it will, it'll all be fixed. It, it's it's To me, it's almost like, okay, I hate I hate to bring up last year, but you remember what twenty two innings and didn't score a run in the in the playoffs, mm. and I, I said you know, it was like yeah it was yeah it push that out of our minds. It was like I said <laughs> like the, the red the reds nuts just shriveled up you know in crunch mm -hmm. time, and that's kind of what's happening right now. It's like you have the path laid out for you. You have yep. the easiest path compared as, as far as schedule goes compared to the teams that you're 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 you're, you're well we were leading that are in the race with you. And you're blowing it, and it's like, why? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I don't. I just, I'm like, and I'm not. I can't. I'm not. And people are like, oh, I got to blame David Bell. I'm not blaming David Bell. David Bell has, I think, managed his ass off this year. I think he's done a great job 
what the team that he was given with that, hole, like I said, that giant hole <laughs> in the middle mm-hmm. of the bullpen. So I think he's done a great job. Yeah. I just, and th- it's sometimes it's on the players. Sometimes like, hey, yeah, I, I, all you do is put the line out. They got to perform. Good. That I was just going to say. That's the the most frustrating thing about this year is is, and I. I, I don't want to say it's the front office's fault or, or you know, it, it's Bell's fault. Or I don't want to I – don't, I'm not trying to point fingers. It's so frustrating that, like, we had – honestly, we had some quality p- pitchers. And they all got hurt. And then they do absolutely nothing to – they're like, well, well they'll, they'll be back here in a little while. And it's like, okay, but in the meantime, we're losing game after game after game. Oh. Because of our pitching, and yeah. and if they would have done something right whenever one of those guys got hurt, they, then they, I think they, it would be in a whole lot different situation right now. I, I've said this before. They should have done something at the All-Star break when they were, what, uh, four games out of the All-Star break or three games out, I think it was what it was. That's when they yep. should have done something. Because TJ yep. Anton and 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 um, I'll cry, uh, Lucas Sims were, were not – Close. I mean, they didn't come back till almost you know, the end of August, and that's the they thing. Needed, that they they yeah they needed to make a trade to get the trade they made. They needed to make it sooner if they could. Yeah, and that that's the whole thing too. Is you know you were you were kind of living on false false hope that mm-hmm. as soon as these guys come back, we'll be fine. Well, guess what? Anton came back, and then what happened? Yep. Tommy so John. if you were traded for a guy. And, and you know, been rolling while Anton was recovering, and then when he comes back, let's just say when he comes back, and 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 the the Tommy John doesn't happen, right? Well, then guess what? You've got a trade piece now. You can trade that guy that you just picked up, or you know, there's there's things, there's ways around all this stuff. You don't just collect the guy and be like, okay, we're done. You know, yeah, you could have exactly. you could have traded them back off or, or done other things. It's not one just one way. Bring them in. It's not buy buy buy, and don't sell. But I, I, I don't know. I'm just yeah. frustrated. It's, just, it's, it's, it's been a frustrating. It's been a frustrating, fun, frustrating but fun year. Now I got two comments here yeah. from Jeff and Rufus Cherry, and they both got good points. Jeff says his cards are playing against the Padres this weekend. Good time for the Reds to take it. Advantage and pass both mm-hmm. of them, but then Royal Flush Terry brings up the Reds are playing the Dodgers this weekend. Hard to take advantage of that when you can't beat the Marlins. Now, part Pirates of Marlins. Now, one thing the Dodgers have clinched, so they might be in chill mode. That's one yep. thing we got. You know, we're still in playoff mode. They they clinched. They might be in, you know not playing everybody getting ready for the playoffs. So, hopefully, Please rest hopefully, your starters. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, they rest, they rest in their, their starting pitchers, but yeah, but you know, right, they right. play all their, their starting players. It's just I don't know. It's just a mindset too. They might be like not as intense as as they were. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. But hey, I mean, the Reds went out to L.A. and swept the Dodgers earlier this year. So I mean, the Reds can look when the Reds' offense is clicking, they can beat anybody in freaking baseball when they're playing to their best potential. They can beat anybody. So you, you never know yeah. what's going to happen. I, I hope they turn it around tonight. And it looks like they're pulling the. Uh, the cover off the field, so hopefully we'll we'll get some uh, baseball tonight here here in a little while. All right, man, it's almost six thirty. I know you got to do your show, so I'm gonna let you go. But tell everybody about your show, what it is, how to follow you, all that stuff. Yeah, it's the only Bengals centric fantasy football podcast. I got a niche, and there's probably not a whole lot of people that that watch fantasy football or that that do fantasy football and that are are one Bengals knowledge and stuff like that. So I kind of, I kind of throw it, you know, back and forth between talking about the Bengals and then talking about fantasy stuff like that. So, um, it's the orange arrow fantasy show on, on YouTube. And I also do it on Facebook and on Twitter and, and stuff like that. So you can find it pretty much anywhere. Just follow me at the Bengal four on Twitter and you can figure out, you know, all those, all those cool stuff. I will say this. If you're, if you're watching it on Facebook, um, I still haven't been able to figure out why the heck I can't see Facebook comments. So hop on over to YouTube, check it out there, and and we'll roll with it. But but yeah, I've got that, and then I've, we've got the um, the fancy advice and stuff from 
on the Orange and Black Insider. And we do, we're hopefully going to be able to do that weekly. So, follow, obviously, you follow Anthony Kazenza and all those guys. So, I don't even, I don't even need to bring that up. But, <laughs> absolutely, man. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for coming on. It was a blast. And is it Thursday yet? I, I want my Zuba pants on. I want my 13, 14 on. I'm, I'm ready to go. Absolutely. Who day, bro? Who day? All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. It's a little. Little fantasy football mixed in with some Reds and some Bengals talk. So let's get to the uh, Facebook groups that let me live stream, and I appreciate every single one of them. We got Hootay Nation, Bengals Nation, Bengals Legion, Legion, Bearcat Country, Ohio State, Bucknuts, Cincinnati Reds, Rounding Third, Heading for Home, the Ice Bar, Bearcat Ruckus, and then you also follow me on all my. Social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopole. That's T-R-E-N-N-E-P-O-H-L. TikTok is at Iceman90. Listen, you look up Sports with Strawberry Ice, all that stuff will pop up. You'll be able to find me. I'll be pulling off the sound later on tonight. Putting up on the podcast, I'm on Google Play, BeanPod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. So you can't sit here and watch me for an hour. You can listen to me while you're working out in the car at work, whatever. Check me out. Make sure you download a like rate review. I would greatly appreciate it. Leave a comment too. That way more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. YouTubers. I'm at 1,366 subscribers. That is awesome. To be fair. I only got three likes on the, on the show. If you hit the thumbs up, hit a couple more times. It just helps people find the show. And as always, I'd like you to leave you with two things. First of all, never forget my boy, Jeremy Dimebag Dean. Nuts. He's nuts. We'll be back on the show. I hope sometime soon. I miss the guy. I like to have him on. Uh, He's working a ton. But as he always says, remember one thing and one thing only. And that is... You don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. So act like it. And then Brian Pillman wants to remind all of us where he's from. From the streets of Cincinnati, welcome to the jungle! (laughs) I love that. And that's just sports, baby. See ya!
on the floor.